I'm Heather. And I'm Lenore. Like you, we had our aha moments when we finally realized that the way we were doing things just wasn't really cutting it. I left pharmacy and got certified in integrative nutrition. And I left medicine and became a certified life coach. Together, we're going to show you what changes you want to make to adopt a healthier lifestyle. And then how to manage your mind around those changes. So this is the last time you do it. We're Nutrition Minded. Hi, welcome back. Morning or afternoon or evening, wherever you are. I'm Heather. And I'm Lenore. Today we're going to talk about sacrifice and the mindset around that and the if it doesn't hurt, it doesn't work mentality. Sacrifice, this is from the Oxford English Dictionary, also known as Google. <laughs> sacrifice is an act of slaughter or surrender, an act of giving up something of value in exchange for something else. We think that if the workout isn't hard, it won't work, or it's not worth it, or if the food doesn't taste bad, it's not healthy. I have clients that think that if the eating style isn't just awful, that it's not going to work. I think that part of this is ingrained in us from food companies and diet culture, and it's a little bit generational too and to digress just a minute i read something the other day that said that gen xers are a just get it done generation cut the fluff let's just do it and the millennials are more of i need the fluff please coddle me hug me give me all the warm feelies so i do think that a lot of what we're going to talk about today is generational as well Even though we are just beginning to see a shift in this mentality, it is so deeply rooted in so many people that these thoughts are hard to change because we believe them as true. Right. And in some ways, this doesn't serve us, right? Right. To work super hard and sacrifice and just keep go, go, going. Um, The World Health Organization published an article in May of 2021 that was the first global analysis looking at the loss of life and health associated with working long hours. So the World Health Organization and the International Labor Organization estimate that in 2016, almost 400,000 people died from stroke, it was 398,000, and 347,000 died from heart disease that they felt was a result of having worked at least 55 hours a week. And their study concluded that working 55 or more hours per week is associated with an estimated 35% higher risk of a stroke and a 17% higher risk of dying from ischemic heart disease compared to working 35 to 40 hours a week. I haven't read the study. I don't know if they stratified these people looking at their dietary intake and their exercise, for instance, or how much sleep they got. But these people thought that they may have thought they didn't have time to take care of themselves, right? That they were working so much that that was their top priority at all costs. And unfortunately, it can come at the cost of your health. Right. Yeah. And clearly does. As far as the exercise part and and that kind of thing, the Mayo Clinic actually published a study, a 25-year study, that found that those that exercise three times over the recommended physical activity guidelines over 25 years had higher odds of developing coronary subclinical atherosclerosis sclerosis by middle age. That's hardening the arteries. <laughs> everybody who needs, a, who needs this to be uh, put into English. Yeah. So they had hardening of the arteries of their heart. 
There were also other such studies that indicate that working out too hard causes a higher risk of testosterone depletion in men and women, and a higher risk of blood clots in women, as well as a syndrome called RED-S, which is relative energy deficiency in sports in women. They found this originally in um, high competing athletes, Olympians. RED-S is when women overexercise and undereat, which so much of society does. They have low energy, light or absent periods, and bone loss. This is the whole no pain, no gain mentality, thinking that you have to sacrifice, work harder, eat less, or eat healthier. In reality, this is a faulty belief and kind of a dangerously faulty belief. It's actually harming you, not helping you. Mm, It can. We don't have to grind it to the bone for, for our workouts and diets to be successful. The majority of our success in anything comes from how we think about the thing anyway. So how does this not serve us? And how can we begin to recognize thoughts that are so deeply rooted and change them? Well, here's how. The first thing is to list your beliefs. Like I, I had one in my early 30s. I decided, no, late 20s. I decided I was going to start running. I was really overweight, really unhappy about it. So I started walking first and then started running. And then I got up to three miles a day, five days a week. And I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast. My weight was slowly creeping up the more I exercised. And I was like, that can't be. Like, you're supposed to lose weight when you exercise. But I was putting on so much muscle that I was gaining muscle. So I cut back to four days a week. And then my weight went down to my goal tar- my goal weight. And I was like, that's really interesting. That was the first clue that I had that maybe what I thought wasn't actually what happened, right? Yeah. Like my belief that running more would equal a healthier, lower weight. Maybe that wasn't true. And another thing is people, I mean, I thought this too, after I was no longer able to run because of a back injury, I started doing yoga only because I had read that it could strengthen your core and it was easy on your joints and there was no jarring and that it might help my back pain. And I went from taking like two a leave twice a day and being in constant pain with shooting nerve pain down my leg to not hurting at all most days by doing yoga. Well, if you had told me that 20 years before, I would have actually tried yoga and I hated it because I didn't sweat. Like there was no effort. I felt like this is boring. I'm not doing anything. It's not aerobic. Only aerobic exercise works is what I believed. Mm -hmm. And so I tried it once and declared it not good and then never tried it again until I was forced to by an injury. Now I do yoga every day. I love it. I have better muscle definition, definitely in my upper body because running doesn't use your upper body at all. Right. But even in my legs, I have the same muscle definition I had when running just from vinyasa yoga, which is I never would have believed that. But the first step was listing the beliefs. My belief for me was that I had to have hard aerobic exercise, Mm -hmm. right? How did they serve us when we formed them? Well, it served me because that's how I lost the weight that I wanted to lose when I was really super unhealthy after residency. And I got down to a really healthy weight and I felt better, which was my goal, was to not hurt and to be able to chase my kid. right? Right. And so how did that serve me when my back hurt, when I, when I had an injury? Well, it didn't, right? And so I kept thinking, well, I have to do, I have to do aerobic exercise. I have to run in order to lose weight. And then I was like, okay, I can't. I have to come up with something different. And so I realized in that instance that I needed to choose something different, that no pain, no gain wasn't going to serve me. So you can ask yourself, like, what belief do you have 
about exercise or about dieting. And it's, I believe it's just a thought that you think over and over. That's yeah. all it is. And you're I like, think, I don't know what I believe. Yeah, you do. I was going to say, I think that's the hard part is figuring out first what you believe because like we said in the beginning, so many of our beliefs we think are true. Right. It's just I mean, a We thought. think it's a fact. Right. And we don't realize that it's just not a, a fact. It's yeah. just an ingrained thought. Right. So the first thing is if you're struggling with exercise or if you're struggling with clean eating or whatever it is that you're struggling with, list out what your thoughts are about that. All of them. Just do a thought download. Like, what are you thinking about that? How do you have to do it? And this is, again, you're not doing this for something that is working, right? Like if you are, if you have a great exercise regimen, like I wouldn't do this for yoga because I have a great exercise regimen. I'm happy with it. And a good relationship with it. A lot of this too matters on your relationship with food and exercise also. Right. But if you have, say you're somebody who feels like, okay, I have to get up and run five miles a day, Mm -hmm. or I have to exercise four hours a day, or I... I'm no good. Or like, if you I think that if you're not sweating, it's not working. Right. Or if you're not overexerting yourself, it's not enough. Right. Those kind of thoughts and mindset. Yeah. So write out what your thoughts are about it and then look at each individual thought. There is a point in time where that served you to believe that for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And it doesn't have to be anything traumatic. It can be like, well, in my 20s, running was how I got healthy and physically fit quickly. Mm -hmm. Like that's all there is to it. It doesn't have to be some big dramatic thing, but then ask, does that serve me now? In my instance, no. now I've had Achilles tendonitis. My body's getting older. I cannot tolerate that level of jumping up and down basically. So it doesn't serve me. So I can make that mean it's over. My exercise life is over. I'm never going to be healthy again. Or I can think, okay, I have to choose to believe something different, right? You're able to do that with all the things you're thinking about, whether no pain, no gain, or whatever it is, is that serving you? Are you exercising or dieting to the point of hurting yourself? Just ask yourself, could it be true that I don't have to sacrifice? I have a client who said that his entire life, he summed up uh, his whole life by saying, I have to sacrifice, sacrifice, do, sacrifice, do, do. There's no joy in that. Yeah. There's no enjoyment in that. It was I have to give up something for someone else or something else repeatedly. And then he meant do things he didn't want to do. He didn't mean like do things he wanted to do. He meant he does things he doesn't want to do. And by definition, that sacrifice is giving up something of value. Right. To himself. Something of value to himself for something to get something that he didn't even really want. Right. (laughs) And so the reason that we were coaching was that this had not served him. And this is unfortunately a mindset that a lot of us have, and we're not even aware of it. We're not even aware that this is how our brains are working. So that's the first step. Like, realize what are the beliefs that you have about whether or not you have to sacrifice for things or what you want to sacrifice for or what your brain is telling you you have to. And then can you try a different way of thinking about that? I like the idea of making a list of those beliefs, too. Yeah. Because I think there is um, some truth to... Just that mind-body recognition of when you write it and your eyes see it and you read it again, it's kind of revealing things to you that maybe you didn't know were already there. Right. And two, like you have a client that you coached that was convinced that he needed a certain calorie intake yes. in a day yes. and that nothing else was going to work. And so when you presented something different to him, he said, I don't know if this is going to work. And you were like, just try it for a week. Yeah. 
if it doesn't work, you can always go back. Right. That oftentimes calms my primitive brain down when I'm like, oh, oh I can't do it. Like, this is different. It's not going to work. I'm like, come on, brain. We're just going to give it a week. Yeah. If it doesn't work, we can go back to the old way that we know didn't work. Right. right? right. I mean, which kind of right. makes me laugh. <laughs> but then it kind of like, okay, I'll try it. You know, but you really do sometimes have to talk yourself into doing something that goes against these old beliefs that aren't serving you. Yeah. All right. We hope that helped. Take care. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. For more information or questions, please follow us on Instagram at nutritionmind.ed or email us at nutritionminded1 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.